So hi everyone and welcome to today's graduate mentor webinar, how to navigate the job market as a graduate. So thank you all for so much for responding to the invite and it's great to see everyone here and to learn from our speaker Anam today. And um, so we will get to Anam in just a moment, but I'll just introduce graduate mentor first um, shortly. And so we host webinars like this once a month to give students, graduates and mentees extra guidance and advice as they make the transition out of university. So I am Karima Kiat and I am the marketing manager for Graduate Mentor, which was founded by Dan Hawes in August 2020. So the idea of this platform is to allow students to have free one to one mentoring sessions to help them reach their career potential with expert support. Um, and Anna is actually one of our fellow mentors too. And so I am also the marketing manager for Graduate Recruitment Bureau, which is the go to platform for university students, recent grads, alumni and recruiters. And we have now over 75 staff uh, and thousands of clients across all sectors with clients such as Amazon, IBM, Unilever and Ocado and several other SMEs. And our recruitment experts have successfully matched over 8000 graduates with either graduate or executive level jobs as well. Um, so since we launched Graduate Mentor almost three years ago now, um, we have a community of over 6,000 students and graduates on the platform as mentees. Um, so they represent a full spectrum of backgrounds, universities and courses, with a lot of them representing diverse backgrounds and unrepresented groups. So this is the main audience that we are trying to help get on the career ladder. Now, this shows exactly where the main bulk of our mentees are from in terms of university and courses. So there's a nice diverse range there that we've got. Um, and we have achieved a lot over the last three years. And as I've said, we've hit over 6,000 mentees on our platform and all having completed a session as well. And 300 mentors have joined us and we've hosted 13 workshops just like this one. Um, which are all recorded and on our website for you to look back on after this as well. Um, we have a large social following as well, reaching 53,000 accounts each month, and we are coming up to 22 success stories from mentees um, that have either had great outcomes um, from their interviews or landed a job or just gained confidence in their job search. Um, we've also hosted skills webinars uh, directly with seven different universities and counting. So we've got a few more coming up too. And we have some great partners supporting us um, to help us cover the costs and allow um, us to maintain graduate mentor for the future. So I'd like to thank GRB, Graduate Recruitment Bureau, SureServe Group, Softwire and Oakwood. Um, <clears throat> so moving on to our speaker today, Anam. Anam is a career coach and um, talent and learning specialist with eight years of experience and is currently working for EY. Um, she has helped countless individuals who have struggled to navigate the job market. Her blog, um, which I'll actually put in the uh, a link in the description as well of this video when it's uploaded, um, and has become an, uh, her blog has become an extremely incredible, valuable resource for learning how to develop your career and steer yourself in the right direction of the job market. 
um, which she will touch on today. So I'm sure everyone's raring to hear from you now, Anam. Um, just to note, uh, whilst Anam is speaking, please make sure you put yourself on mute, um, but please type any questions you have in the chat throughout um, for us to cover them later at the end. Um, and as I've mentioned before, this webinar is recorded, um, so you have the chance to come back to it if you need to in the future as well. So on that note, Anam, I would you like to take over? Thank you so much, Karima, for introducing me and uh, and giving me this opportunity to share my knowledge with the graduates and the early talent because I feel I think it's one of the most important top topic which we should tap and make uh, the graduates understand the criticality and how they can uh, get successful in finding good jobs uh, in the market. Thank you, Anam. So hi, everyone. I'm so excited uh, to be a part of this session uh, and I really want to share my experience as a recruiter because I've seen I, I recruit, you know, I interview thousands of people and recruit all over the globe for my MENA region and have an extensive recruitment uh, exposure as well. Um, so today I'm here with the topic of how to navigate the job market as a graduate. Uh, I would encourage you to please, if you have any questions, you can raise your hand or you can drop your question in the chat box and we can uh, you know walk through at the end of this session and i would like to make it a more interact interactive so that we can learn from each other proceeding with the first slide So today's agenda we have is basically one of the factor why as a graduate you feel that there are some common challenges and you are finding it difficult or you're finding it difficult to navigate how to go through. And then we'll talk about understanding the job market. Different regions, different countries had different job market uh, requirements and they need different technical skills. So we'll touch base on that. And then we have importance of effectively navigating uh, the job market. Are you using the correct set of strategies? Are you using your platform effectively? So we'll discuss about that. Moving forward, we'll be discussing about the job strategies. What are the tips and tricks needs to be considered uh, when applying for jobs or your personal branding, things like that. And then moving forward with networking skills. Why is it important for you as a graduate and even in as experienced hire, why you uh, networking is so very important in today's world? And yes, the last topic would be how to build a professional branding for yourself, followed by question and answer session. So before we move forward, I would like to uh, create a polling session here. Uh, if Karim, if can you please create a poll for our participants. I would like you to please answer this poll and uh, let us know what kind of challenges you face in as a graduate in the job market. So just Love give that. us a few seconds and you. you will have a poll on your screen. Lovely, the poll should be live now. Lovely. So it looks like for the most part, insufficient networking opportunities seems to be the highest one chosen. Oh, and the high com competition for entry level positions is coming up as well. That's nice.
or if you have any other challenges which you are facing facing please write in the chat box and we'll discuss at the end Brilliant. So it looks like high competition for entry level positions has won that one. Brilliant. Yeah, I think that's everyone answered um, in the in the uh, chat. So yeah, it looks like high competition for entry level positions. Yeah, that that's really interesting, and I feel that yeah, I can resonate that with. <laughs> The high competition for entry level positions. So we'll be discussing about that. Yeah, so we'll start with thank you everyone for your inputs and I'm glad to hear your top three that you know the challenges you are facing. I'm sure there must be other challenges as well, but uh, being a graduate, uh, I think high competition for entry level positions or limited work experience or no experience is I think these are the common challenges to start with. Uh, I want to highlight like, uh, you know, people uh, do expect some of the employers do expect that you should have relevant experience. So work experience now there's a catch here and there's a question here like if you are a recent graduate, how you will have a work experience that could, uh, you know, define your uh, strength or that can define your position in the market. So being a graduate uh, by work experience, you can also highlight that, you know, you have done some voluntary work or you have some done some internships, some um, project work for six months or so. This could be done and highlighted in the part of work experience. And I feel, uh, please don't feel discouraged when you see a job description saying, you know, dash number of years, like around two to three or one to two years of experience uh, for this job is required. So lack of significant work experience for you as a graduate in that particular market or job industry is one of the challenges which usually graduates face. The second point is skills gap, like skills between the academic qualifications and the skill demanded by employers. So now what we learn um, is like the bookish, the historical, uh, uh, you know, um, projects we have, the things we have learned from our, during our schools. But nowadays, I'm glad that universities are working on more on giving a practical uh, job projects, which is giving them the exposure to get in contact with the employers to learn more about their systems, how they work. So being a graduate, uh, if you are doing something that's bookish or that's written in papers only, I would suggest you to just go back and try to do your own search and match the gap. So one of the gap is the skills gap, which usually candidates face. Job market competition, as you said, there's a high level of competition in the market. There are a limited number of uh, positions available, but there are lots of uh, supply of uh, graduates every year. So competing a large pool of candidates for limited job op openings is one of the major factor. Uncertainty in career direction. So when you do not have as a graduate, you are unaware of where you want to land, which industry you want to go into, which sector you want to go into. There's not much visibility on your long term goals. Then you might face this as a challenge where there's a lack of clarity about your skills, interests, because it should be aligned with your long term goals and where you want to get into and which industry. 
lack of interview and job skills. So now people have passed through uh, the resume stage and they have got an invite uh, uh, to get interviews. So because of lack of interview knowledge or job search skills, um, uh, graduates face limited they face a lot of challenge in you know getting through this stage and passing through the offer level lack of patience this is i think one of the major factor above so all of these by graduates in the job markets hey so the challenges like lack of patience is i think despite the fact if you have everything you are meeting the criteria you are meeting everything but if still you are facing disappointment and frustration in the long way you will feel uh, discouraged you will feel dis demotivated and you know um, and you might there's a possibility that you lose your patience and i think it is the major factor uh, you know which can hinder your uh, navigation in the job market Now, the importance of effectively navigating the job market as a graduate, as an early talent, having zero to two years of experience, how you can effectively navigate the job market. So why it is important because the job navigation is so important because of the increased competition day by day. We have daily. It's it's such a fast paced market these days that technology companies are coming in. People are having different skills, different degrees. It's not the similar master's degree you are having in HR or marketing. It's more than that. People are coming through as a graduate, as a data scientist. They are doing advancement in technological uh, courses, uh, anything related to E-TAC, E-Health, uh, you know, so there's a lot of increased competition and hence it is very important for you when you enter into in your graduation phase or during your last semesters, you should be very clear about which market to tap into. As sex to the uh, hidden opportunities, there are times there are positions which are not being openly uh, you know, populated in on LinkedIn or different job portals because there are hidden opportunities. There are employers do not always post that on on LinkedIn or on any job portal. So you need to access the hidden opportunities which are there. Alignment with career goals. Um, for example, I am an HR uh, professional and earlier when I completed my degree, let's suppose I am not interested anymore in HR and I, I think that HR is very boring and I do not want to continue in that field. Do you think that I am aligned with my career goals? Because not considering that I have already spent so much in getting that degree, but now after realizing getting into the field, I'm not interested in that. So your goals should be aligned with your career your goals and your professional and personal goals. The fourth is maximizing employment potential. At what level you are maximizing your potential to get the employment in the job market? Are you going out of the box and are you thinking out of the box? Are you doing everything in your uh, the the things the factors which are in your hand to get the maximum potential out of yourself or no, you are just being a mediocre in the job market. Number fifth point is showcasing your value and differentiation. Your your personal branding, your personal uh, market value is very important. You have to differentiate yourself in the market. If I'm the same and the other person is same, why would the employer choose me 
and not the other person. You need to have that one X factor in yourself to make yourself or to showcase your values or skills. And the last is adaptation to changing market dynamics. Um, what we have studied two years before, what we have studied even six months before, it can change the market dynamics. Let's suppose in COVID, everything got changed, right? We we completely moved to digital side. Earlier, it was more of a uh, office only, uh, more of a paperwork, but because of the change of dynamics, because of the health um, situation everybody changed uh, you know uh, the mode and they went to the digital so are you adapting are you frequently keeping yourself updated regarding the market market dynamics or not after all the information you know the importance you know the challenges now comes a catch here that are you actually understanding the job market or not like you have ample information, you know how to take it forward, you have your brand value, but you are actually not understanding the job market in, in which you want to go in and make your career. So the number first point and the important point is, are you researching your industry trends? Here I want to highlight that being a graduate, um, I think we lack uh, this these skills because we get into the market, we get into the career in which other peoples are going and I, I think very less uh, amount of people or graduates are totally focused on what they want to achieve in the nearby future. They just go in, enter the market because it's trending or because the friend is going or because this is something very easy. They're not focused about where they are going and in which in, in which industry they want to go. So you need to keep a check in the couple of years by doing your research and stay informed that what are the current developments and traditions and you know uh, the procedures are there in the interest of your industries which you want to go in the nearby future or you want to apply a job for and the second is analyzing job postings as a recruiter i can share my experience that i've seen number of people graduates they don't read the job description they don't have the desired skills and just they apply for the positions that are asking for five years of experience or that are asking some specific skills or qualifications mentioned in that in those postings. So are you analyzing job posting? Are you tweaking your CVs? Because you have that skill, you have the desired requirements, but your CV is not reflecting uh, what the you know, uh, potential employer is asking for. Are you matching those skills with the required job postings or not? The number third point is analyzing career fairs and networking. I'm not here. I'm not written you have to join career fairs. I have written analyze. By analyzing, I want to focus. Are you engaging in these conversations? So when are you going in career fairs? Are you just going through every booth and just asking, you know, for, for the uh, very limited information? Are you actually engaging and networking with the leaders, with the industry leaders, with the recruiters, sharing your, you know, potential uh, abilities and strengths with them? And Trust me that if you are going in person and you are making the mark in the career and networking events, some of the other people will still remember you. If you you know take out you know ask them for their numbers or any engage them, get in touch through LinkedIn. This is most of the important point which I want to highlight that even though you are going in career fairs, you should keep a constant touch with the person you engage with in during those events. The fourth is seek career guidance. So, um, you know, most of the graduates, they still feel that 
there's lack of clarity they need guidance they do not know what to do they are not enjoying their current job or they are not enjoying their career pathway so if you think that in your circle in your community or in social media there are lots of linkedin you know people are sharing free advices but you have to be mindful that you are adopting and seeking right advice in social on social media you will get so many advices you know that that are free and people are sharing um, different job that you can apply here you can apply there but you have to be mindful are you following the correct person are you following the person who has relevant experience and who has been in the industry or are you just following the random person who's just sharing career advice do you want to have mentor who can guide you throughout your uh, job search process or not uh, it's it's highly recommended that you should have someone who can advise you uh, you know on your career path uh specifically initially at your initial career stage moving on to point fifth reflect on personal strengths and values so are you reflecting on your personal strengths or values or you're just taking it very lightly are you doing a self reflection because i can understand and i know that being a graduate when we do different type of projects that is the time when you can reflect on your personal strengths and values you are working in a team so you can see are you good at team building are you good at leadership skills are you good at you know negotiation or or uh, conflict management are you good at stakeholders manage uh, uh, building so even if though you are working for a project in a university these skills can help you get a job because this is the time you can reflect okay i think i'm really good at team building i think i'm really good with negotiation or there's if there's a like four people working in my project one is sharing the other thought process they have the other thought process i have the other thought process how we both can collaborate and work so these are the strengths which you can identify at the, at the very early stage of your graduation or when you are graduating from a university embrace a growth mindset if you do not have a cultivating if you do not have a growth mindset you cannot inculcate all of these uh, strengths or self reflection in yourself you need to make sure that you are adapting you are open to learning you are open to uh, constructive feedback if somebody is giving you feedback you should take that if you do not take that you know if the first job is very very less i would not encourage you to go for that but of course just don't make money as a barrier for you to accept any job you should have a growth mindset experience at the initial stage is more, matters the most but of course to have a good living and a standard of living to meet the expenses um good offer is also an important part now moving on to effective job strategies how you can get and how you can navigate uh to get a good job in the market or at least tap the job market so that you can get an invite from an hr person or can get for in you know uh for an assessment or even for an interviews first of all first of all first you need to define your career goals uh, before starting the job search you need to identify you need to list which companies you want to enter into which industry you want to go into you do you want to go into healthcare uh, as a business representative you want to go in tech sector you want to go in consulting companies and which job roles you are okay with being an hr i have multiple job roles available in the market there are learning op there are people who are doing trainings there are people who are 
on the operation side there are people who are recruiting there are people who are looking after talent management and same with the uh, finance people someone who has done finance they can either go into accounting they can go into valuations they can go into how to model they can model the assets you know there are lots of opportunities being a pharmacist you know you can tap different markets so you need to clarify which industry which companies which job roles you want to go that aligns with your skills and values also because you need to take care that the job you are applying the companies you are looking after that you that's your dream company to get the job into you also need to check that is it aligned with your values or not even though it's aligning with your career goals but if it's not aligning with your values you might face a challenge when when even you get the job there you know you will you will not be able to maintain that level for for a longer period of time if it's not aligned with your values as well the second point is in the understand industry and job market now you have done you, you now you know okay i want to go in xyz industry uh, i am interested for this particular title data scientist i think it's a very good uh, job scope it, it will have a good job scope in the nearby future i think i will go with one of the top three companies you your interests are aligned your skills are aligned now you need to understand that to enter into those companies to get a interview call are you keeping yourself updated with the advancement are you keeping a track of what's happening in in those companies what market demands there are do you think that you know uh, the industry you are going into and the job you are going into do you have a future in that you have entered the market but there's no further growth in that market so you have to decide it before uh, you know applying for the jobs customize your applications now you have done your research you have done you know you are aware of which industry you want to go which job you market which job market you need to tap into now the point comes the most important point is the lack of understanding of how to tailor resumes and cover letters according to the job opportunity you are applying and even if though your resumes covers everything you do not need to mention your job description you need to mention your achievements you need to mention it through smart ways targets did you achieve the targets what are the numbers what employers look into the resume they do not want to see okay uh, as an xyz i conduct trainings i you know i review the reports no how many reports you have reviewed how many work you have done and being a graduate i understand that you will not have that enough um, experience but you can always mention your time period during your project 6 months of project you have done with some company or in an internship you know in which department you have done what sort of work you have done what sort of exposure you have now have you dealt with any clients or not during that period that all should be mentioned in your resume under internship opportunities under uh, you know apprenticeship opportunities it's so very important and also you should also capture voluntary experience because if you are doing a part time job if you are doing any voluntary experience at this stage transferable skills is the most important factor because everybody knows that being a graduate you will not have enough uh, you know technical skills technical skills can be you know uh, you can give people, the employer can give you the training but if you do not have the those values aligned or if you do not have transferable skills then uh, it's very hard to get into the job uh, which you want to So focus on your transferable skills at this point in time of your life and then experience will come along the way
gain practical experience as i already mentioned uh, that you need to seek internships you need to see in which uh, you know path you are going in which industry because if you are in, in doing an internship into a particular industry like oil and gas like health sector like it you know technology then probably it's showing is reflecting to our employer that your interest lies in that part you know so you need to see before applying to internships as well is it aligned with your goals with the job opportunities you want to do in future it will definitely help you to get jobs more easily then voluntary work as i mentioned it enhances your skills and let the employers know that you have you do extra co-curricular activities you are highly active and engaged with such kind of projects because in companies we do have such kind of programs uh, which you know uh, companies uh, ask people to voluntary participate in now the fifth point for the job effective strategies is leverage on job portals are you leveraging it are you utilizing uh, reputable online job platforms like uh, we have for like graduate bureau we have uh, here we have a handshake so are you leveraging those online job portals or not for the relevant job openings the sixth is research companies through you know before going into the interview prepare for interviews how you want to give an attempt an interview if you got the call after your tweaking your resumes according to the job opportunities you are applying for now it's the time to shine and you know uh, uh, showcase your skills your values please do not fake during your interviews please do not quote anything which you think that might create a problem in the future you you do not have to uh, fabricate the information be yourself show showcase your values show case your culture people are open with the diverse culture with the diverse see that the company which you are applying for or you got the interview call check their values and then resonate the same during your interviews and last is this is i think is the most ignorant factor uh, most of the people uh, and the candidates they do not follow up extensive follow up is also uh, not good but you are not following up because you got an idea like you know as a recruiter or as a, a potential candidate you get an idea about you know oh, okay the the people who are interviewing they like you ask them you know what are the next steps when can you hear back from them what do they think about yourself you know they will give you true feedback and you can make an idea from that okay i think that you know they are considering me for this job Uh, opportunity and then afterwards send a thank you note to the respective person who interviewed you or maybe an hr person and saying that thank you for your time i'm i'm really uh, i'm thrilled to and you know uh, get knowledge of what exactly you are working on and and the future projects i'm really interested in this opportunity and then maintain the persistence like there there are times like you know candidates they don't follow up and they reach to the offer stage and because of this the process we need 
to work on. We cannot just direct as a recruiter. You need to follow some process, right? And they lose the opportunity because they do not follow up and they accept opportunity somewhere else or they uh, or, or, or you know, they don't read their emails. They don't read their junk emails and you know, and they don't respond timely to the recruiter or to the company about their interest. They show lack of interest by not responding on time. So these are the little factors which, uh, you know, which get you through the job offer stage. Now the, we need to know how to network. We need to understand that being a graduate, are we networking well with the with the talent leaders, with our mentors, uh, you know, the people we are working with. So one of the key element is you need to utilize. You have built your network during your university. You have met different mentors during your projects, different teachers, you know, coaches. You need to make sure that are you making uh, your networking? Are you utilizing your networking skills? Are you keeping in touch with them or not? You're just like you have graduated now. You you don't want to keep in touch with that. No, are you, you utilizing your network when you went in the networking session? Did you take the number? Did you get, get connected? on LinkedIn. You know, these are the factors which is very important to get you through this navigation of the job. The second is attending career fairs, networking events, wherever, whenever you can network, 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 because in the current area uh, era, this is one of the key factor. If you have good PR skills, if you have good social skills, that will definitely help you land a very good job. Joint professional association and groups. There are multiple groups uh, on on LinkedIn, on different professional platforms where people discuss the topics, where people discuss about the opportunities. Uh, do comments there on LinkedIn if you think you have follow some leader, and if you like something really good about the post or anything, you can just comment, make yourself highlighted, uh, you know, in those group, and then people will start noticing that you are creating a connection by commenting, by noticing their work. They will definitely keep an eye on you creating a professional linkedin profile um, most of the time as a graduate we do not update our profiles we do not have profiles even though we have uh, you know uh, registered or we have been studying in a university we think that okay once we will have a professional background or we will up start applying for jobs then only we will have a professional linkedin profile that should not be the case because as an individual you have to start making your personal branding which we'll talk about in the next slide Connect with your professionals in your industry, alumni from your educational institutions, individuals with similar interest. You met somebody, try to build contact. I know it's very awkward at the very, uh, because if you are not an extrovert, you are an introvert person, it's, it gets very difficult to gel in very quickly. But, but as a graduate, you are working in a team, you are working with different peoples from different backgrounds, different institutions. This is the right time to build network because I understand that most of the universities call professionals uh, to evaluate the, uh, you know, your thesis projects or any kind of projects. I think it's very important that you build your start building your connections from the start only, uh, because once you, you you will start applying for the jobs and you do not have any networking skills, all the things will go down the drain. It you will really, you know, you will really struggle in getting a good job. 
Networking is a two-way street. Look for opportunities to provide value to others. It's you should not be selfish. You should help others. You should develop your network. If you think that okay, this is something which will help you or your colleague or your teammate, you should definitely uh, you know um, provide your value, your thought process, share your experience with them as well. Develop your elevator pitch. What you are as a person, because at this point in time you need to tell your interest how good at you at what thing you are good at. What did you do? What did you recently did something which can be highlighted in front of other people? You know, so elevator pitch for for like 60 seconds or 30 seconds should impress the person you are talking with. And the last is maintain professionalism in your networking interaction. Don't be get very clingy. Don't uh, get drop too many follow ups emails. Don't be very harsh with them. Don't threaten them that you know you are not responding to me or you you, uh, you guys are not, you know not considerate. These factors really showcase that what our values are. You have to maintain patience. You have to min maintain your professionalism during all of your networking sessions. Even if you are applying for any jobs, you have to showcase that you are professional and you are just following up with the respective job opportunity. And yes, the last thing is how to build professional net branding of yourself by professional. I means you have already personal branding, personal branding. Even if you are working somewhere, even if you have if you are graduating, you should have your personal branding. People should know you by your name. OK, X, Y, Z. Oh, I know that person. I know he's very active or she's very active in that group circle or she's very active in participating in the university projects or in, in the, you know, uh, uh, he or she's always up for that project, voluntary projects, you know, so you should create uh, your personal branding and how it will start by creating nowadays online presence is very important and as an employer, anybody online presence should be healthy. It should not be you are posting things which are inappropriate, which is not good because that will not give a company or recruiter, even a business, a good image of your online presence. You need to curate social media presence. You need to see what things you are posting, how you are communicating with people because all this nowadays involves in your professional branding. The third is you need to develop your portfolio. You need to if you have worked extensively on really good projects, even though not projects during your time, if you are struggling to find a job, Try to do anything which can create a difference, which you can explain to the employer that, you know, during this time, during my job search, I have been continuously upskilling myself. I have tried these courses from this platform and I think it's really good. It gives me insights about X, Y, Z. So I think when you're even talking about yourself, even if you do not have job at this point in time and you are struggling with it, just do not stop the process of learning. Keep upskilling yourself. Keep and discuss this in the interview. Oh, I was, you know, I, I was going through this article and I think that it's really aligns with uh, the company I want to, you know, get into and I'm being interviewed for. So it will give a good impression to the interviewer as well. Seek recommendations and testimonials on your social media platforms like LinkedIn, the people you have worked with. It's not important that only the professional people can recommend you or provide you with the testimonials. It builds your worth. It builds your credibility in the market and which is very important. Even though uh, sometimes even if you are at the job and if you think that you know it's not working well, you should not give a bad mouth to any of the company or any of the other people. You should exit or enter gracefully. You'd have, have a good connection. Uh, with the people whom you want to work or you have worked with. 
attending networking industry conference industry conference happens if you think that okay there are many free conferences which gives opportunity for sponsorships for fellowships try to do that get into the uh, that uh, market tap different industries uh, tap this uh, job or you know sponsorships opportunity or even uh, fellowship opportunities which gives you an idea how to communicate with people it will connect you with different people from different parts of the world and definitely will help you and will give you an edge to present yourself in front of the employer and yes the maintain professionalism with consistency is most important factor for all the things which i've talked about right now because if you are professional if you are consistent and you are not losing hope then only you can get successful in your near future in your career So thank you everyone. I am really glad to get connected with you to share my tips. I would love to hear your thoughts and your queries. Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn at Anna Mehmorchan or you can even follow my uh, you know, blog on Instagram which is with the name of Daily Cup of Corporate Life. I share their coaching tips. I share their career progression tips and even how to get the job uh, you know, in, into a particular market or into a particular country. Uh, so you can connect me with there as well. Happy job hunting. So yeah, we are open. Great. Now it's open forum for everyone and over to you. Karim. Right. So if anyone wants to have if anyone has any questions, um please add them in the chat now um, and we can uh, we can move on to those. Um so well, thank you so much, Anam, for that. I uh I it was been a really great insight and I really like the point about um like analyzing careers fairs and networking events rather than just attending them. It's it's so important not to just turn up but to actually engage with the employers and ask them questions about the market yeah. trends or the job opportunities and you know that's what they're there for so it's uh, that's a really great point so thank you for that um so oh and also um just following up after an application um or an interview as well is really really important i actually yeah. had a question myself for that do you do you have a recommendation after an interview or after an application how long to kind of follow how long until you need to follow up um like a few days or a couple of weeks no, couple of weeks I think would be very far. Once you have an interview uh, that day, probably next day you can just drop a thank you email that it was really lovely. I had a great connection, you know, uh, discussion with you regarding the job opportunity, and I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward to know the next steps and how we can move forward. So, as I said, that during interviews you get an idea about if the employer is really interested in you or because they do share honest feedbacks with you, right? So, uh, but not to lose the, you know, opportunity to move to the offer stage. Uh, it's it's great to, you know, you can just drop a thank you note and then you can follow up after a few days and then of course take a break. And if you're not hearing back from, from the business or the recruiter, then drop another follow-up email, but don't do it very consecutively or very closely. Like you are doing it today and then you are doing it tomorrow and then you are doing maybe three days, you know, uh, gap. So it should not be like, because it, it might bother, uh, you know, because um, as as a business or as a people, as an employer, uh, we're so engaged that at times it get missed or sometimes you don't notice. But if you are like, if it gets annoyed, then I think it should not be the correct way. <laughs> Great, yeah, thank you, Anam. And so uh, we've got a couple of questions. So Asama is asking, what are the job boards that we should look into as a fresh graduate? 
So job boards, um, I'll tell you job boards are the things where as an employer we post jobs on our website as well, but there are job boards, job portals on which it's specifically for uh, for advertising the jobs. OK, so they advertise jobs from from different companies and it should be authentic. So you need to first a search uh, that are these the platforms which you are using. Are they authentic or not for the Europe side? I would say for London, which I know about it because I have done, I, I, you know, I've I read through so graduate bureau is one of the good platforms. Handshake is also the platform where uh, you know people post their jobs and I'm sure there must be other job boards as well. So job boards where different companies post their jobs. It's similar to LinkedIn, but it's more uh, you know for some people uh, not all jobs are posted there because as I'll, I'll speak about my experience with the MENA team. MENA in MENA if you want to post any job position. Uh, the companies working in MENA, they use uh, Gulf Talent, they use uh, Nokri Gulf, they use uh, Khalid Times to post their bath.com. Uh, so these are for focus for the Middle East. So I'm sure for the Europe side, they also have job portals there. So you can go do your research and then you can find different remote job opportunities, hybrid job opportunities as well. And I think also um, you can look at your like your job board and your career service at your university yeah. as well. Um, they yeah. they always have stuff available. And of course, yeah. as Adam said, Graduate Recruitment Bureau, we've got hundreds on there as well. Yeah. Um, so so we'll have the links in all the descriptions for those. Um, and Zainab um, has asked, what sort of questions should we ask at an interview? And that's maybe it's quite a general question, but uh, but maybe yeah. <laughs> a couple of tips, yeah, for general. Questions. Yeah, so uh, it's a it's a good question, and I think as a graduate, even as an experienced I have, you're always so you know worried about what types of questions should we ask. So you need to go with the flow. Uh, you cannot just jump into the first interview round and you start asking asking very uh, uh, questions like you know. Uh, which you think that it's too early to ask. So just go with the flow. And if you think that in your first during your first interview, the basic question should be, you know, what do you think? When can I hear back? What's the process? And if you're not aligned with the job description, because you need clarity on what exactly the job looks like, right? So if you think that according to the job description, you do not have proper understanding of what exactly are the requirements of the job, then I would advise you to just to let the employer or the interviewer know that you would like to know more about the job. How's the working style and then after like if you went through the second or third interview in the final stages of interview, you can ask about the values, the culture. You can ask about, you know, what's the timeline? How soon, uh, you know, uh, uh, about what are the skills they are looking for? Because there's a time where you can learn, okay, this employee, they might say, okay, these skills are required. So you will get an idea about, you know, uh, what exactly they are looking for. Right, thank you, Anam. And um, it looks like we have another question from Trishan. Um, as an international student in the UK, would you recommend graduate schemes while considering the graduate visa duration? Uh, this is a great question, but I think Karima, I think I would pass it on to you because of the laws you know about UK. Uh, yeah. Because we here in the Middle East or in the different parts of the countries which I'm aware and I have exposure and working on, uh, it's totally different with the graduate uh, visa duration. 
Yeah, of course. So um, in the UK, when you are on your final year, you can apply for the two years. I think it's a, the graduate visa. It has changed recently, um, but I think you have you can you're able to work for two years after you graduate. Um, now, a grad scheme would be a good idea for that because that a grad schemes tend to just be two years, yeah. um, and you have the option to carry on if you are able to in the company and if they offer you the position. Um, so if you wanted to just kind of test out the, the, the market that you're going into and this company that's approached you, then that'd be a great idea. Um, however, if you did want to carry on with the company, some, some do offer sponsorship as well. Um, that is a case of, of course, asking the, the company themselves. They're all different. Um, there is actually a list somewhere in the government website of companies that um, offer right. sponsorship. So I can also add that into the description as well. But um, yeah, it's it's completely up to you if you would prefer to carry on after the two years um, and you want that um, and, and you want to, yeah, yeah, you just want to keep going or you'd want to just test out the two years and then move back and then maybe come back at a later date. So yeah. Um, does anyone have any other questions before we um, before we say goodbye? Seems that maybe you have answered all of the questions throughout your presentation. So thank you, Anam. Um, it was a really, really great insight into this and how to navigate the job market as a graduate because it can be daunting sometimes. Um, so a big thank you to everyone who's attended as well. Um, and uh, I will have all of Anam's details in the description below um, as well. So, so you can follow her on socials um, and message her if you need. All right. Thank, thank you so you much, everyone. Anam. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was lovely, uh, you know, sharing my knowledge with everyone. Thanks, everyone. Much appreciated. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.